Welcome to Refocus. I'm your host, Trevor Wilson. This is a podcast of Sunday school lessons that I've taught, some sermons that I have preached. Uh, I have various guests at different times. Uh, Basically, the, the whole idea is to just kind of refocus back on the Word of God, going back to those Bible stories, studying the scriptures. Let's just, just kind of get out of ourselves, out of our own thinking, and go back to the Word of God and see what He has to say. I love those old Sunday school lessons when we were kids. We seem to have gotten away from some of those, just the bare bones bottom of what the Word of God, the meat and potatoes, if you will. So I hope you enjoy it and pass along and share. Now, let's get to the lesson. Well, here we are again, Matthew chapter 7, picking up um, where we left off. Um, let's see, we went through verse 6. Um, and as I have said several times before, Jesus is just addressing different issues. And so, you know, he talked about the judging thing. We covered all that. So now he's talking about going to him and asking for things, just simply putting our requests before God, you know, when there's things that we need in our life. Now, it's not like God doesn't know what we need. Certainly he knows what we need. But he has instructed us to ask. He says very clearly here in verse 7, ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened opened unto you. Uh, It's interesting the way he puts it because he basically divides our request into three categories. He says we need to ask, we need to seek, we need to knock. Um, There's some work to be done on our part. Now, He's not talking about salvation. I want to make that clear here, very clear. We're not talking about salvation. We're talking about things that we need in life, whatever it might be, whether it's it's uh, uh, finances, um, whether it's just encouragement, whether it's uh, something to strengthen a relationship, to heal a, a marriage or, or, or a relationship with a friend, whatever it is. There's so many things that we need in life. Really, quite frankly, the, the need is endless. It might just be help asking God to help us lose weight, you know. could be just a number of things. God says we need to ask, but he's not a, an ATM. He, he's not the kind of God that you know, anytime you need something, you go to. It's like the prosperity um, Preachers tell you, you know, just if you ask, God's going to give it to you. That That's not the way God works. He never works like that anywhere in Scripture. So I'm, I'm not going to get into that whole thing. I'm just going to cover what he's saying here. And he's saying there's three things you got to do. You have to work for it. There are things that he expects from us as his children. And, and he even gives a description here as, as we go through this. You'll see. Um, you know, as as an example, the relationship between a parent and a child. Um, because there's a lot more to just meeting our needs um, and answering our, our requests um, than meets the eye. Um, God wants us to learn something from everything we do. And even in asking God to 
to meet our needs after he's promised he will already, there's something he expects from us. And so he tells us to do these three things. Ask, seek, and knock. Uh, James chapter 4 verse 12 says very clearly, we have not because we ask not. Um, so, you know, we've, we fail, I think, very often to spend time in prayer requesting the things that we need. That's, that's one of the parts of, uh, of, of, uh, of, you know, of a diagram of a good prayer, a solid prayer, a well-rounded prayer, is to put our petitions before God. You, you know that song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Uh, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Needless pain, folks. We go through trials and troubles and tribulations and so that we often don't need to because we simply haven't taken it to God in prayer. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. God's desire is that we become persistent in seeking God's face in prayer. Um, he wants us to knock, to knock in faith at the very door of heaven for answers to prayer. Um, God wants us to take these things to him. Now let's kind of go through this a little bit and, and break it down somewhat and, and see if we can understand a little bit about why. He says, he goes into this analogy, he says, For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth him that knocketh it shall be open to you. And then he says, Or what man of, is there of you, who if your son asks for bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a, ser a serpent? You know, he, he says, you know, the relationship is you have a father who wants to meet the needs of his son, um, so he's not going to give us bad things. God always just gives us what we need. He gives everything is good. Sometimes we don't see it that way. Sometimes we don't think that's the truth. But the fact is, everything he gives us is good. Um, but we've got to put forth the effort. It's um, When you think about the parent-child relationship, if a, if a child comes to a parent and asks for something, um, certainly the parent is going to try and give it to them, but there's a point in life, you know, as I was growing up, we, we got an allowance, but in order to get our allowance, I had to take out the trash, or I had to wash the dishes, or something, you know, my sister and I, we, we had tasks that we were expected to do every week, and, and in return for that task, God, uh, my, our parents gave us an allowance, um, What's the old saying, um, you can give a man a fish and feed him for a day, or you can teach him how to fish and feed him for the rest of his life. That's the life process. That's what God expects us to do. He, he expects us to work. He expects us to earn our keep. And yes, God gives us everything that we have. It ultimately comes from him, but he expects us to earning. He expects us to work for it. He expects us to be deserving of the things that we, not so much that it's us. He doesn't want the focus to be on us. 
He wants us to be grateful that we have that capability because God not only gives us the end result, the fish or whatever it is, he, he gives us the ability to do what we do. So if he teaches us how to fish, he's given us the ability to fish. So we need to learn to be grateful um, that we can you know, do things to supply our needs. And that's the way God has made, you know, set things up to be. And that's, that's what he expects us to do. So everything we get from God is good, and he's not going to give us something that we don't need. I like how he goes then into uh, verse uh, 11. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? Um, he points out that we're evil creatures. We're born in sin. And even though we're saved, we still live in this flesh, and our flesh desires to do evil. And I think we all know we have evil thoughts in our minds. You know, hopefully they become less and less frequent, but they're still there. They still pop up. Satan still sticks them in our head, crazy, insane thoughts sometime. uh, sometimes. You know, they're just out-of-this-world thoughts, and, and we have to overcome them. But all that's telling us is that we're evil creatures, and, and we know we're evil creatures. And yet, in spite of that, we know how to do good things. We can help our neighbor who's in need. We can, we can give sacrificially to good causes. You know, we can donate our time to help clean things up, you know, clean up our neighborhood, if, if nothing else. Just there's any number of things that we do as human beings, even though we're evil, that are good things. We know how to do that. Well, then he says, look, if, if we're evil, and, and as undeserving as we are, we can actually do good things, and we can actually give good gifts. Just think about the comparison between us and God, and how much more he wants to give good gifts. Because, you know, we, we're incapable of giving what God gives. I, you know, I, I have to admit, and I think most anybody out there listening to me would have to admit, I'm, I probably am not willing to give up one of my children for the lives of unknown people now. They may make a choice to go join the army and give their own life or something, but to ask me to sacrifice one of my children for some stranger that I don't even know, I don't know if they're living a good life, a bad life, if they're saved or unsaved, if they'd even care. You know, I, would I do that? Quite honestly, probably not. And yet Jesus did. Jesus came and died for us. The Heavenly Father gave his own son to pay the penalty for our sin. And so when we think about the fact that we as evil creatures still have something within us that says we need to help our neighbor, we need to extend that helping hand, we need to raise our child to be good citizens, to be kind to people, um, and, and follow in suit. To think that I know how to do that in comparison to what God does, it, it, there really is no comparison. It's, it's hard to even imagine that. You know, the Bible talks about um, our, even our love, our love of our parents. We have to, 
he says, he uses the term hate. We, we have to hate our parents in order to love him. And he's not saying that we have to hate him. What he's saying is that's how, how far apart that relationship is. That's how much more we need to love God. Well, that, that same principle applies here. Um, he is that much better than we are, and has that, his desire is that much beyond ours to give good things. And so he's saying to us, look, you need to first ask. Then you need to look for it. Sometimes the gifts God give us, gives us, we don't recognize them. You know, we expect them to rain manna out of heaven or something. When in, in, instead, he gives us a job so we can go earn money or gives us an opportunity to go and help somebody else. Um, <coughs> Um, so we have to look, when, when we ask for something, we then have to look for the answer. God just doesn't slap us with it, you know, in the, in the face with it. He, he opens doors for us, makes it possible for us to go out and find where that answer is. And, he, and then he says, knock. You know, there's a story in the Bible about the guy that goes to a neighbor in the middle of the night, and, you know, looking for bread to feed his family. And you know he has to he has to knock repeatedly in order to to get his neighbor out of bed. Well, you know God is not irritated at that. Um, God certainly is not sleeping and not paying attention. I think what he's trying to point out there is that we need to understand that God would be offended if we didn't ask him, if we didn't insist, if if we didn't go to him repeatedly in our prayers and say, God, I need this. God, I really need this. God, please give me this. Help me this. Get me through this. You know, I, I would be offended if, if, uh, if a child of mine certainly needed something and didn't ask me for it, didn't ask me to give it to him. If I had it to give and he knew I had it to give, why wouldn't he ask me? I, and, and if he didn't ask me, I would be hurt. I would want him to ask. You know, I, I have short memory. And oftentimes I tell people, look, if I tell you I'm going to give you something and I don't do it, remind me. Because it, it doesn't mean that I don't want to give it to you. It just means I've forgotten. Well, God doesn't forget, but God still wants us to be uh, insistent because he wants to give to us. He wants us to understand that he wants to give us. We need to realize that God will be offended if we don't go to him and knock repeatedly every time we have something that we need from him. Um, and so that's what he, he's telling us to do. We need to make sure we ask and we need to then look for the answer and we need to ask repeatedly. Just because we've asked God for something yesterday doesn't mean we can't ask for him again. He's a good God. He wants to give us everything we need. In verse 12, Therefore all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. That's what he wants us to then learn, that what he does for us, then we are to do the same for others. And, and, and we need to understand that, that it's a blessing when somebody comes to us and asks us, for something because they're recognizing that we care. They're assuming that we are compassionate beings. And, and, and that's, that's a compliment to think that somebody would look at me and say, I'm going to ask Steve for something because I know he wants to help. 
and I, I know he knows how to help, and I know he would be willing to help, and I know he wants me to ask him. So God's the same way. He wants us to ask, he wants us to seek, and he wants us to knock. So thanks for listening. We'll come back, pick up in verse 13.